0: yo 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 welcome to another episode of wrestling with the homies i'm the homie kwan and as always i'm joined by my good friend jay cooley and my boy my boy sylvan lacute
1: happy holidays today fellas
0: happy holidays to you my brother today today we got a special guest you might have known him as top dollar but we dropped the top it's just dollar now ladies and gentlemen Mm -hmm. please give it up for my boy aj francis
2: boy going how y'all doing man yeah, How you blessed. doing,
0: man? How's the holidays I'm, treating you?
2: I'm blessed, man. I'm blessed, man. It's a good holiday season. Just been chilling. You know what I'm saying? Get some time along. Get to, you know, get recharge the battery before this big, this new year where I'm finna go crazy. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's a new year mm-hmm. and we outside. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, Yo, you say we finna go crazy but it's looking like you are going crazy because everywhere oh, yeah. i look i'm i turn on the tv and it's like aj francis in my face again i'm seeing you more than i ever saw you in wwe and it's, it's a beautiful thing man It's a beautiful yeah thing. and that's,
2: a, that's intentional my boy see i could always done this i could always been on every network whenever i wanted to i could always have called up the homies like sky Van pelt and been a part of the show i could always Called up Pat McAfee and been like, "Yo, I'm trying to. I could have always done that. I could have always been on, you know, Fox with the big new kickoff. I could have always done that. I could have been an ambassador for WWE. They didn't want that for me, so they get. You know what I'm saying? They don't need it. You know, they, they're a billion dollar company. They're making more money than they ever had. They're selling out shows. They don't need me to make money, but I don't need them to make money.
0: Hey, right, like that. Facts. I heard, Facts. That. I heard Facts. that. I heard that. <laughs> but first off thank you for doing our show man we truly 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 appreciate it because you could have been anywhere in the world but you're here with us so we love it we love it yeah shout out jay but apparently (laughs) you and sylvan know each other how did this come about like like
2: where did this come from so sylvan uh went on tour or at least did dates with logic like uh, Mm -hmm. when I like back in mid 2010s and uh I was on the Miami Dolphins and I knew Logic because uh, he started from Maryland and me and him used to do shows together at, uh, you know, in College Park, you know, what I'm saying at the University of Maryland, we used to do the juke joints and he would be there and, you know, a little kept secret you know, Logic used to go on before me, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Hey, But if you see this, you know what I'm saying, I'll gladly open up for you now, my brother. you know what I'm saying? But but, uh, yeah, so uh, we used to, I know Logic for years because we got a lot of mutual friends and uh, we still talk every once in a while too. Um, And uh, you know, he did a show in Fort Lauderdale Mm -hmm. when I was on the Dolphins. And you know uh, that's why I met Sylvan. That's why you know I was on the tour bus with him. We was cracking jokes. I remember they was taking Polaroid pictures and posting them on the inside the bus. It was just a good time. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, got to kick it with seeing the homie. This is like right before I think he signed his Def Jam deal. Yeah, so like right uh, before. Like so, like uh, you know, this is and you know, I'm like I said, I met him doing amateur hour juke joints at at the University of Maryland. You know what I'm saying? So, like, he was already on his rise, and his star was about to take off. You know what I'm saying? Which it obviously eventually did. And then, uh, yeah, that's where we met Sylvan. And I've been a fan of Sylvan's ever since then, too. I um, met him that night. And, um, you know, me, I'm a real spitter. So I listen to real right. spitters. If, if, if you, you know what I'm saying? I don't listen to lollipop rap. I don't listen to that bubblegum bullshit. Hey. You know what I'm saying? So, like, and, you know what I'm saying? And not even saying, like, People would hear me say that and think I'm talking about like artists like Future and Migos. No, them they actually be spitting. They just don't be talking yeah. about shit. You know what I'm saying? Like right. they be talking about partying and doing drugs and fucking all hoes and all these other things. But like, but the the way that they construct their bars, they be spitting for real. You know what I'm saying? So right, it's like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like so, like that's not what I mean when I say that. But I do say that, brother, Silver can spit. And as a spitter myself, Ayo, hey, I need to uh, you know, I always show love to everybody that I know can put the put the bars down on pad, you know what I'm saying?
0: I got a question. Are you the are you the best wrestling rapper right now? Because there's a couple <laughs> of them. We got Leo It's Rush. not even,
2: it's not got... even close. Ooh, it's not even ooh. close. None of them dudes can spit with me. That's why they don't never say shit to me. Ooh, <laughs> like, hey, <laughs>
1: that's
2: why they don't ever say anything. That's why, that's why they don't ever, I dare somebody to talk out my name sideways, make it worth my time. I dare you. (laughs) Yeah, come on. Like, like speaking of battle rap, we got the Battle Rumble in Tampa, January 26th, the night before. Royal Rumble, we're gonna have some of the biggest hip hop artists there, some of the best battle rappers there. It's gonna be huge, gonna be a huge event. A bunch of wrestlers are pulling up too. And if anybody got a problem with me saying that, make sure you bring the disrespect to the Battle Rumble, bro. I'm gonna be there. Hey. Like, and it's not just like me saying that, they say that, they tell me that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? John Cena told me I'm the best rapper in the world. So ooh, what? what ooh, one of these dudes gonna yeah, say to that's me? That's
1: real. That's real. That's real. <laughs> you yeah. said it. You said that's it. Crazy. Not me. You that's said it. <laughs> it. Yeah, straight
2: up. Yeah. What, what they gonna say to me, dog? Now
1: nah, I'm gonna have to tap in with you, uh, for real, dog. I'm gonna be out, yeah. I'm gonna be out there for the rumble too. So I'm definitely gonna be out there. I want to see what's going Absolutely.
2: down. Absolutely. Pull up. Pull up. Pull
1: up. Yeah, man. So like, yeah. So like Quan said, man. You know, me and you, AJ, like. At the end of the day like what we bonded on too was like the fact that we were both big fans of wrestling right yeah and, like you were a huge wrestling fan i was a huge wrestling fan i remember you telling me straight up like yo i watch i watch wrestling every single day every single mm-hmm. week like i don't miss a episode whatsoever mm-hmm. and it was just you were already great at being an MC, and you already had a solidified career as an nfl player and then just to see you actualize your dreams into being a professional wrestler is like hats off to you man. that's a trifecta i just want to give you your flowers off that man, like, i appreciate that, you man. I yeah, appreciate man. It's hard, you. it's bro. hard going after one dream let alone three you know what i mean and yeah, <laughs> it's safe, killing, all, right? killing all three is like yeah. all right damn. like you know people yeah. try to do one thing man and the fact that you've done all three successfully at a very high level and you know you're still so young it's just like mm-hmm. man like you just got to give you your flowers man cause that's that's Thank no you, that's no small feat man whatsoever
2: and everything I, I did, I, mean. I did it for the hood. You feel what I'm talking about? Everything. Hero <laughs> yeah. hero for the hood. You know what I'm talking about? Have my hood on my chest. Pioneer city up? You know what I'm saying?
1: Straight up, man. All right, look, let's just get straight into it, man. I got some questions. You know what I mean? And we wanna we wanna just get straight to it, man. So look, you finally out. You finally mm-hmm. out of you know the WWE. You're fresh out, you're free to do whatever you want to do. We've seen you pop up everywhere. You know what I mean? Everywhere. First thing I want to ask you before anything is how do you feel and what do you want to accomplish? Because you've done a lot, you know, like mm-hmm. you've done a lot already. So how are you feeling in this moment? Fresh out the box. And what are you trying to do? Like, what are you looking to accomplish moving forward?
2: I'm going to be everywhere. I'm going to do everything. I'm going to do things that have nothing to do with wrestling that people don't even know about yet that are going to be massive. Mm-hmm. I Also, on top of that, I'm going to wrestle all the homies all over the world, man. I, all the homies hit me up. I got people hit me up every day. Yo, I got this promotion that wants to bring you in. You know what I'm saying? Like, I am going to be wrestling with all the homies all over the world, getting money, as well as things outside of wrestling, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, the thing about wrestling is, like, I'll give you a perfect example. I did... I'm doing the Citrus Bowl, right, um, on ABC on uh, January 1st, Iowa versus Tennessee. Uh, I'm presenting the title belt to the MVP, right? So I'm doing big things with that. Fine. But real rap, though, let's just keep it a buck. Let's keep it a whole bean. Who in wrestling without the machine behind them can get that gig? <laughs>
0: it's not a whole yeah. lot, bro. That's it's tough. it's not a lot. Yeah, it's, not it's, a not lot. lot. it's not a whole mm-hmm. lot.
2: Who can get that gig? Who without a company reaching out to another company can get that gig? Who can get that gig off the stretch? And the people that can, you know, if he left WWE tomorrow, Roman Reigns can get that gig. CM Punk can get that gig. You know what I'm saying? There are people that could get that gig without the machine, but they're all bona fide stars. So talk to me nice. Thanks. <laughs> talk You're to me wrong, nice. You're, You're not wrong, man. You're not
0: wrong. And like... You bring up getting all these gigs. It's like my first introduction to you was the A&E WWE mm-hmm. show, um, Hidden Treasures. And it's like mm-hmm. you were a rookie pretty much standing across from like Mick Foley and Undertaker and all these legends. And I'm sure that was intimidating. But again, it's like your charisma got you there because
2: yeah. we didn't know. I wouldn't, we, I wouldn't say it was intimidating. And you know what's funny is a lot of people think that like WWE handpicked me for that gig when in actuality WWE didn't want me to have that gig. Oh, like, wow uh, oh, what, what actually happened was my homeboy knew the one of the producers for the show because he's a hollywood actor um and she pitched me to the production team and the production team was like we want him and then wwe was like uh actually well he hasn't been on tv yet so we don't want to let you have him." Do-. and they were like well actually we get to put the show together so we want him <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, that's so that's one thing that people don't know. Because that, the thing is that, like, people don't know this. Also, it's like you met me through Most Wanted Treasures. A lot of people met me through Most Wanted Treasures. But I have been doing TV for ten years before that. You know what I'm saying?
1: Oh, word. Wow. Yes.
2: Yeah, so that wasn't my first TV gig. You know what I'm saying? Right. By the time I got most winning treasures on A&E, would already been on ESPN, NFL Network, ABC, CBS, Fox, Vice, FS1. I mean, the list goes on and on. I can keep going. But, like, I had already been on a bunch of different networks doing TV for sports, for wrestling as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, other different avenues. I've been doing a bunch of stuff forever. I I'm doing... I, the year that I signed with WWE, I did the Super Bowl song for the Kansas City Chiefs. They lost, this, they lost the Super Bowl, so <laughs> clearly that, that didn't end up going platinum because they lost the Super Bowl. But had they won the Super Bowl, Tyreek Hill himself put that, asked me to put that song together. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? like I, right. I've I been out here. I've been doing this shit. I have been getting money. I've I been one of them ones. You know what I'm saying? And just in WWE, they want you to play a role they want you to be who they want you to be they want you to do opportunities that they give you you know what i'm saying like they don't want you to be able to create your own shit because they want to make you they want to make you a star when they want to but the problem is i'm already a star so you gotta catch up
0: talk your shit man talk your shit i love this i love to see it this is a confident black man right here baby
2: Yeah. And the crazy thing is, and the reason why people don't like me is because I'm a confident black man. Right. I'm confident and I speak about my mind and I talk factually. But let's say a a Matt Cardona or an MJF comes on and says the exact same thing. Don't nobody give that same grievance to them. Don't nobody ever talk about them and say that they oh, This guy's arrogant. They're like, oh, that's their character. Well, why got to be that? I'm an asshole. Because I'm hosting charity canned food drives for homeless children. How many other wrestlers are doing that? Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Well, and I've been doing that. I did that before I was a wrestler. So it's like, why is it I can't talk my shit, but all these other dudes get to talk their shit? Mm-hmm. Give me, the, I can give you one reason.
3: Yeah, we know, we know why. We we know <laughs> the reason. Yeah, we, we know. Well, you know they don't they don't like a, a Tupac in '96. You know, running nah. his mouth like that. Like they don't, Tupac they don't like Tupac when he's dead. Yeah. 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 So, so being that you've done all of this um, in WWE, you started your career with the Hidden Gems things, not even to be the one that was actually picked, do you feel that you've always been this underdog and you finally is released from this 360 deal, so to speak? Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> and somewhat. It's like, like all, all love and respect. To, you know, WWE helped me get a bigger platform. They paid me a lot of money. I ain't got no problem with them, you know what I'm saying? But it's like I... Was even like, even if you look at Hit Row, like Hit Row was presented like it was Swerve's idea when I created Hit Row a year before I ever got to WWE. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it was like from Jump, from the day that I I was just the big, strong muscle guy from Jump, not the guy who actually wrote everybody's promos, not the guy who actually wrote and created the Hit Row song. You know what I'm saying? I was just seen as the other guy there. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like, From the jump, that's how it's been, and then even when we get to the main roster, like, like I got some opportunities when we first came back, but then like it just went away. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not like I stopped pitching ideas. You know what I'm saying? I would pitch the ideas all all the time. I wanted to do diss songs. Let me diss somebody. Have them have me drop it on the internet. Have it be pushed on the internet. Then when it goes viral, have a match with that person. They can kick our ass because that's how it works. We're heels. That's wrestling, right? Mm -hmm. And then fucking, and then move on to the next thing. Like do it with somebody else. They finally did it one time with the OC and the and AJ Styles, Mm -hmm. and the the video went viral. It got a million views in eight hours, right? Mm -hmm. We had the match with the OC. The OC beat us. AJ gives me a phenomenal forearm, and then that was the end of it forever. You know what I'm saying? Like, we never did it again. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, I told you what I wanted to do. It worked. It took you you like nine months, six months, whatever, however long it was, to just even listen to the idea in the first place. You know what I'm saying? So like, Mm -hmm. and then it worked. And then you're just like, all right, we'll just never do that again. It's like, all right, well, I'm just, you know, ancillary character here. I'll just stay in the back. That's why I'm not... Going out my way to do all this TV stuff because what I'm going to talk about. You know what I'm saying? I'm not doing shit on SmackDown. So what am I talking about? You know what I'm saying? But now, because I have things to talk about, because I'm controlling my own shit, doing what I want to do, now I can be everywhere doing everything. Absolutely. And I feel
0: like. I feel like that's a similar story I hear from a lot of wrestlers, where it's like um, you're pitching all these ideas and it's kind of going on deaf ears. I think Big East told a similar story when he was on his podcast about trying to pitch the whole five count thing and like it kind of mm-hmm. just falling on deaf ears. So when when you get turned down so many times, like how like does it get discouraging to the point where it's like I don't even want to pitch anything anymore? I'm just gonna sit here until tell-
2: no, it's it's not even the thing that was most discouraging. wasn't even the fact that, like, everybody, not everybody, but people pitch ideas and, you know, they use some, they don't. Like, when they would use my ideas and they worked but did not take my ideas anymore, I'm like, what is going on? What would really piss me off is when I would uh, pitch ideas that involved other talent, that that talent loved. For example, I'll give you one, Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt, um... We had this idea. I'm assuming you've all seen Leprechaun in the Hood. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> so it's one of those movies that's so bad it's good, right? Mm-hmm. So in the movie, Ice T finds the leprechaun's flute and it brings him like good luck, right? But because of the good luck and the flute, and he stole the flute from the leprechaun, the leprechaun spends the entire movie trying to kill Ice T and everybody involved with the flute, right? You know what I'm saying? That's the mm. premise of the movie. So, mind you, Bray and um, his brother, Bo, they both loved not just the idea, but they loved the movie. Like I thought I was going to have to sell them on the movie. They had already seen the movie like 20 <laughs> times. You know what I'm saying? When I first said it to them, they started quoting the movie. They were like, leprechaun in the hood, up to no good. Like, no way. Like, That's they crazy. was already on it. So they knew what I was going for. And the idea was Hidro stumbles upon um, the Firefly Funhouse because at the time, Bray hadn't done anything uh, within the Firefly Funhouse yet uh, with this new Uncle Howdy character that he was doing. He hadn't done anything with it yet, but we knew eventually he would. So we stumble across the firefly house and we go in there and it's like all cobwebbed up and it's clear nobody's been there and it's like all the 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 stuffed animals and puppets and stuff are like face down and like it's clear nobody's in there right mm-hmm. and then so like we go and uh i we're looking at all the stuff and i see rambling rabbit and i pick up rambling rabbit right and then when i pick up rambling rabbit everything starts going crazy. Everything starts going haywire. Everybody, all the lights are flickering, all the dolls start yelling, everything. Like sister Abigail wakes up, everything's going crazy. And you know, it's like brothers in a scary movie. We're like, let's get out of here. So we like run <laughs> away, right? So we run away, but I still have ram the rabbit. And because I have it, you know, Lucky Rabbit's foot, it brings us luck. At the time we was on a loser streak. Maybe we start winning matches, da 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 like getting lucky things to happen for us, but like, the whole time we're being like stalked by Bray. You know what I'm saying? Like in the background, same thing he was doing with LA night where he was mm-hmm. like a shadowy figure is just in the background or something. Or like then some bad thing happens to one of us and we're like, what just happened? And he's like scary there. And we're like, st- and I'm like not giving this up. Like, so Bray comes to me and he's like, look, I don't want to keep doing this. Let's come man to man. Blah blah, Uh, you know, just give me Ramblin' Rabbit back and everything will be okay. But we're winning now. You know what I'm saying? So now I'm like, you know, arrogant, top dollar, you know, heel. I ain't giving you shit. you you going to have to come get this for me. Ain't nothing you can do. I feel good. Da, 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 da. And then Bray mm. beats the hell out of me. Like that's the whole that We could it, stretch that. That's three man. to six months of television. Man. Easily. You know what I'm saying? Another idea I pitched was, you know how Edge, um, like, was part of judgment day and then they jumped him out and then he Mm. feuded with judgment day. Right. So my idea was, you know, we have been on illusion streak, like I said, and, um, our truth had been off TV and hadn't been being used. And the idea was let's get truth to like, be like, look, man, I respect what y'all doing as rappers. You know what I'm saying? Let me take y'all under my wing, show you all how we can actually, you know, be successful in this business, blah, blah, blah. And at first, I'm like, no, I don't want to do that, man. I don't want do to. Our truth, he old school, man. I ain't trying to do that. And Ashanti's like, yeah, man, what's this old dude going to tell us? Blah blah blah. blah. And B-Fan's like, come on, man, let's hear him out. Let's just hear him out. We're like, all right, man. So like, we reluctant at first, and then Ashanti warms up to it after a little while. But I'm still like, man, I'm man, whatever. And then finally, I warm up to it, and I'm like, okay. All right, it's cool that we were truth. Everything's good, and then we get a big match, like a tag team title match or something, and we lose. And now we're pissed, and we beat our truth's ass. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And we're now we feud with our truth, and it's this right. long storyline brought out. Mm-hmm. Truth loved that idea, just like Bray loved the idea. We pitched the ideas, and it just nothing. So it's like, it's, man, those are the Ooh. things that are those are the things that are, are annoying when you when you get there because if they. Like, if someone else that they want to push pushes those ideas, they're going to use them.
0: Right. Like, a perfect
2: yeah. example is like, people don't know this. I have this songs for everybody. And when I mean everybody, I mean people in WWE. I mean people in TNA. I mean people in AEW. I mean people in New Japan. I have this songs for everybody. I have thousands of verses in my phone. Some of them are already recorded. Some of them already have music videos. Like. And I just had never released them because I don't need to release them until there's a reason for me to release them, right? Right.
0: Until it's just it part sense.
2: of it's building a catalog for your character. One of those when the last feud we ever had in, the, in uh, as hit row was with L.A. Knight, and so I did the L.A. Knight diss song after the video. The video of us with him in Madison Square Garden went viral, had millions of views after like twenty four hours or whatever. Um, I would love to see what other videos with LA Knight have done those numbers since. Um, And, you know, no shade to the brother. I love the brother to death, but just speaking factually. Um, And, uh, you know, we did the, and two days, I was like, man, this is so hot. I need to do a diss song for this nigga. Like, So I make a diss song. I make a music video. I send it to creative. They're like, we like it. We might use it this week. And I'm like, all right, cool. And my mind might means that shit ain't going to happen. Yes, right, yeah, so, yeah, right. And, so, you know, they come back to me a couple of days later and they're like, well, you know, one of my lines is I was like, they say you biting off Stone Cold and The Rock, man, they did it wrong. You clearly biting off Little John. Yeah. <laughs> right. So <laughs> so that's like, so bars. That, bars, I'm spitting. Right. So like, clearly that's like, like, that's was, it's a good song. Right. So I got the video for it and everything. And like, um, and uh, they're like, "Well, we don't know uh, if we can talk about the fact that people are saying he's like Stone Cold and The Rock." And I'm like, "All right, whatever, all right, cool." But then two weeks later, Miz says all that shit on yep. on Raw.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna say that. Yep, damn, that's crazy.
2: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> mm-hmm. it's like, can we not talk about it, or can I not yeah, talk about it?
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, facts.
2: Meanwhile, like, I meanwhile I still ha- and then I still ended up having a match with him. So it was like the this song would have made the match even bigger. You know what I'm saying? But like,
0: and, you know it, and it's funny and it's funny you mentioned the r truth thing too because what you described, like what you pitched with the whole r truth jumping them in, and all, it kind of sounds like what they're doing with the whole Judgment Day and our truth thing right now. It's like it's hmm. a little
2: different yeah. because it's a little different, but it's a little different because it's him trying to get in. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to. Us welcoming him in You know
0: mm-hmm. what I'm saying?
2: It's a little different But it's there are similarities
1: The seeds, the seeds there Yeah Yeah man, so basically What you're trying to, well what I'm get, gathering From this and honestly it's just kind of what I've been feeling like, I feel like WWE Basically didn't really capitalize off Of the potential that you had, especially When uh Hit Row uh, Went heel And we were seeing a lot of heat um, during those house shows, especially like those house shows, and how you guys were cutting promos, um,
2: everybody, it's everybody crazy was going that, crazy. I, I'm gonna say one line to y'all: Who hotter than Top Dollar? Not Nada, nah. uh-huh. <laughs> You know, I, you know, you know. I never said that on TV. Whoa, whoa! You yeah, just never.
1: blew my
0: mind, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I mean,
1: I, and I would have never, I would have never put two, two together either, because I'm like, yeah, hey, you all know it. know it, but he's never said yeah. it, yeah.
2: Yeah, oh, know everybody we, oh, knows know it. You want to know why? Because I'll post videos of us doing stuff when we're in house shows when we actually do get the mic. Or I'll say it on my social media raps. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, but like that actual line, me saying, who hotter than top dollar, has never been said on WWE TV except for my debut at NXT. That's
0: insane. That, right? Yeah. That's crazy. That was the yeah, one time
2: I got to say it on TV, but you don't know that. Nobody knows that. We didn't, we never got the mic on TV, bro. The one time we got the mic on TV, I got to make um i we were in Louisiana. Um, I said, I only need two bars to get this show live. Two words can beat Louisiana. Roll tide, boo, major (laughs) booze, LA night music hit. Now we're on and popping. You know what I'm saying? Like Like that's our formula was always promo, promo, promo. Make them hate our guts. Hit whoever's music you want, and they're going to be the most over babyface of the night. And we did it with everybody from La Knight to Natty to uh, LWO to you know Butch and uh, and Pete Dunn um it, yeah I'm sorry butch and Ridge um we did it with uh you know the new day we did it with the street profits we did it with you know Sheamus and Drew McIntyre we did over and over and over again but we never got that op on TV like right so it was like
3: we all know why
2: <laughs> yeah man, man. we never got that we never got that op on TV like this is a, like Grayson Waller's my homeboy but mm-hmm. Grayson Waller's <laughs> announcement of him about to talk with the spotlights and all that shit is more mic time than I ever had.
0: That's yeah. nuts. That's nuts. And what's crazy is that um, I remember seeing like uh, the music videos and stuff you would like put on Twitter. that would, like, Every go week. Viral. The dis- mm-hmm. And I genuinely thought that WWE was producing that just because it was doing a lot for the shows and the fuse. But you're telling me you was doing all that just out of pocket. I was pocket
2: writing, money. editing, producing, directing... I was doing all of it, paying for it myself. The video that's pinned to my Twitter right now, with me and five baddies on a boat in Colombia, <laughs> on a yacht in Colombia, me—I <laughs> I, I paid for that. That's I do. crazy. Like, that top dollar is not no gimmick, bro. I've been getting money. Please. that's the thing. Is that like I don't know. Maybe it's like people are so used to wrestlers being fake and having gimmicks that when it's real right in front of their face, they just can't even see it.
1: Right. You know what I'm
2: saying they can't. They can't even see it. I'm a real street nigga that ended up making a lot of money and doing the things that he loved to do. And people don't even realize, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, and I love wrestling. And the thing is, is like, I love being a heel because to be honest in this wrestling business, like other than like your Brock Lesnar's, your big shows, your Keith Lee's, your other than like, some of the biggest, most massive men on earth. Like who can make me sympathetic while getting my ass whooped? You know what I'm saying? And who can believably whoop my ass? Like, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm big though. I'm not wrestling big. I'm human being big. Like, (laughs) like most people is, most wrestlers are between like, especially nowadays, most wrestlers are between like 5'10 and 6'1 and like 230 to 250 pounds at most, you know what I'm saying? And I'm 6'5, 330, you know what I'm saying, that's after lo- and that's after losing weight. So it's like, you know what I'm saying, I'm, I'm just, I, I, I'm much better as a heel. And I, that's why when we turned heel, we were so excited. We were so excited when we turned heel. We wanted to be heel when we debuted. Mm. We wanted we wanted to be state heels in the next team, but we ended up becoming babyface cuz everybody kept singing our song. Sheesh.
1: That's yeah. wild, man. That's really really wild. I mean, seeing it like seeing it up front like do you feel like anything or what do you feel like could have been done differently in terms of like the heel turn that happened on the main roster because Just give a, do the same things.
2: Do the same things we was doing on the house shows on TV. Do the same things we was doing in the dark matches on TV. Like anybody who's seen us live, been at them shows, if you know anybody that's seen Hit Row live, cut a promo, and then work a match, none of them would be like, yo, they don't belong here. No, they'd be like, yo, they killed that. Bro, like we would be in cities talking shit about the cities and then go out to eat afterwards and people be like, ah, oh, man, you guys are so great. Everything you said about the city is true. We're like, oh, thank you, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like we was doing it everywhere. We did it. It worked everywhere. It worked in Europe. It worked in Canada. It worked in the South. It worked in the West Coast. It right. worked in the East Coast. It worked everywhere. You know what I'm saying? We just we just never got that op on TV. Like, And that's cool. Like they, they are still there. They have. Hopefully they have something for B. Fab and Ashante. I wish them all the well, luck in the world. But at the end of the day, man, they ain't make you ain't make me, so you can't break me,
3: right?
0: Yeah, you
2: ain't build me, so you can't kill me,
3: right? <laughs> it's it's right. clear they, that 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 they needed a little dollar up in the creative department. Everybody was agreeing with the with the uh, with the work. Art, True, Ray, Wyatt, even the fans, the real ones, really know what's up. At the end of the day hmm that's a that's a that's a ball that's so usos
2: bro how about this how about this how about jimmy Uso? y'all like jimmy's new interest music right yeah i like Very this you like it, you like right, it huh let me
0: tell you something
1: let
2: me tell you something <laughs> let me tell you something he had one that they sent to him and it was garbage he hated it he <laughs> sent it to me and say yo can you i got this idea for this music." This is what they sent me. I'm not feeling it. Can you make some for me? I got on the phone with one of my producers. 30 minutes later, I sent him a track. It was like an hour later. Sent him a track. He loved it. He was like, yo, this got to be my interest music. I got to do this. WWE said, nah, we can't do it. I said, look, I'll give it to him for free. Just put me as one of the producers i don't even need to be paid for it i just want the credit they was like nah we can't do it so what they do instead they took a no they took jimmy to the studio and basically had him remake the same beat with a different producer wow a beat remake you know beat remake is hip-hop that's yep. people doing yep. beat, yeah. beat yeah. remakes all, all over hip-hop yep you know what I'm saying. Beat, he did a beat remake with a dude, a dude who's not even a hip hop dude. He like an EDM DJ who really wasn't even sure what Jimmy was going for, but they basically just took the template that I provided them and then made his new track. And now everybody's like, yo, Jimmy's new track is hot. And I'm just like, I know <laughs> this. Insane. Wow. Insane. Wow.
1: That is really? it is. That's crazy. That is the music industry 101 for that real. That is music industry. Yeah. That's, wow. That's nuts, yeah. man. I would have yeah. never known, dog
2: mm-hmm right oh, man you know what? how much time how I many you know how many times i help people with promos in the back smackdown people that people that had way more promo time to me way more to me would come to me and be like yo what do you think about this what should i say here the people know shinsuke nakamura told me that the, that i have a genius way with words that's what shinsuke told me himself mm. i told him that's how i feel about your wrestling you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Shinsuke told me that himself in a bar in Canada. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. In Canada. Yeah, like, you say. know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's my, that's the home. Like, these are things that, these are the people in the back know. That's why you talk to anybody in the back about me. You talk to anybody, I mean, anybody. They won't have a bad word to say. They won't have a bad word to say. They fuck with me heavy. But that's right. why, like, my phone was blowing up. When I got released, my phone was blowing up. People was like, I don't know what's going on, bro. But I'm like, man, that first 24 hours, I was hot. I was pissed. I was. I was pissed because I was like, this is bullshit. Like, right. Like, I ain't even get a chance.
1: Yeah. You
2: know what I'm saying? And, it, and then, it, so, But then after that, I was like, cool, cool. Y'all don't think y'all need me? Cool. I'm going to show y'all how much y'all need me. Now you see feel- where I'm at. I'm everywhere doing everywhere. everything.
0: Everywhere. It was. I think it was shock- more shocking to me because um and B. Fab, like they 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 didn't get released. Only you got released. So it was like, mm-hmm. hmm.
2: yeah, it's crazy, right?
0: But because and that was your creation, right? Like you created Hit Row. It's crazy, right? right? That wasn't WWE's creation.
2: That's it's- crazy, right?
0: Right, right, that right. Crazy.
2: Yeah. <laughs> That's insane, Man. huh? It's almost then, like uh, it was personal.
0: It had to be. <laughs> had to be. Had to be. Had to be. But like you said earlier, uh, you you kind of get that whole jacket of being difficult to work with or like mm-hmm. being an attitude problem. What do you think that comes from?
2: You know where it's come from. Being black, confident, and successful, bro. Because right. if you ask anyone who's ever actually worked with me, ask the Usos, ask Bray Wyatt, God is his soul. Ask uh, you know, uh Rey Mysterio or Santos Escobar or Bobby Lashley or the Street Prophets or Natalia or Tyson Kidd or Shane Helms or Adam oh. Pierce or Ask Michael anybody. Michael Cole. Michael Cole. Cole. Apparently Michael, Cole's Michael Cole is the biggest. Cole. Michael Cole loves me. Michael right. Cole he- was hit me up on Christmas, man. Hope you had a good holiday, man. But <laughs> Michael Cole. Michael Cole, you know what I'm saying? Ask Bailey. Ask anybody, ask Charlotte, ask anybody who's ever actually worked with me uh, about how I am as a person. You know what I'm saying? Like, the only people that push that narrative is people who've never met me and see this confident black man, right, saying, oh, well, he thinks he's so good. Ain't that the fucking point?
0: Right, right. right.
2: Ain't that the fucking point? Ain't we all supposed to be like that? Exactly. Like, if you if no you don't one who's ever the best, why act, are you doing that? no one who's ever actually worked with me would say that I'm difficult to work with. I mean, there's stories about people in WWE going in hotels and breaking shit or getting arrested for shit or getting in trouble for some shit or saying some wild disrespectful shit or even like uh like walking down on writers and telling them what they is and isn't gonna do none of that you never hear about none of that shit. And when you do, it don't ever have my name on it.
1: Right, facts. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it don't ever right. have my name on it. I don't be getting in trouble for shit. I don't be I'll be staying out the way. I'll be yes, sir, no, sir. Shake hands. How are you today, sir? All that shit. But still, just even if you in a binge, you still a nigga in the coop. You know how that is. Shout yeah. out, Kanye
1: big facts Shout out to, big yeah facts. another outspoken man <laughs> yeah man big facts man i look i want to i want to shift a little bit more towards your emceeing because mm-hmm. you're incredibly passionate about the art of emceeing right and mm-hmm. we've already heard about how long you've been rapping for and how much you study the craft but i think it's really insane that not only have you transferred that in tandem with you know your character work as a as a wrestler but like outside of just being in a ring, like the amount of videos you have, the amount of freestyles you have, the amount of content you're creating, like it's you're doing more than like established rappers. That's that's yeah. number one. Let's mm-hmm. just let's just keep that like like people who do like people, rappers who are like coming up and being like, yo, this is what I do. Like I'm trying to make it like you're, you're doing more than than guys that this is all that they do, you know? And so mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you about your passion for MC and, and um, does that outweigh wrestling, or is it kind of like the same in, in tandem? Like, is wrestling it's, and rap kind of like it's the it's same? Honestly,
2: I'll say this. Both are higher on my list than football, right? But, yeah. like, uh, like, I think that they're the same, because like, the same way that um, I'll have rhymes stuck in my head, and I gotta write them down bef- just to get them out of my head is the same way that I think of wrestling spots and things I can do in my entrance and you know what I'm saying? Like things I can say in a promo, like one of them. And I also, I honestly try to merge the two as much as I can because of how much I care about both of them. For example, a lot of people may not even recognize this, but I see this all the time. Like, you know how like Wayne is like Reezy F baby and the F is four and he changes it all the time. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So I try to do the same thing with Dollar. So I'll be like, allow me to reintroduce myself, which is already Jay Z, technically Humpty, but Jay Z as well. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is AJ Francis, but they call me Dollar because, and I'll say, because my talk ain't cheap. Because everything I do is money, money, money. Because I never change. Like it could, whatever, it's always something. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm always trying to reinvent that part of it. Um, and that comes from the art of studying hip-hop and the greats in hip-hop. Um, and if you go watch my GCW uh, debut that I did uh, last week, and you'll hear when I say in my promo. I say, allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is A. And as I'm saying, A.J. Perez, and somebody in the crowd yells, HOVE! That's like, but like, and then, then like, he actually, the guy who it was actually posted on Twitter. He was like, Oh man, you got me. Like, uh, I didn't, I I thought, you know, I just got sucked into that. And then in my mind, I'm like, Bro, that's what I wanted. Like, I Mm -hmm. want you to hear me say that and know that I'm actually big enough holes You know what I'm saying? Like, when I used to go by Frank, I would end all my promos with, the most shady Frankie baby. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. big enough, big, like I got Nipsey tattoos and Jay tattoos, big tattoos, Bob Marley. Tattoos. Like, you know what I'm saying? So like, I got a lot of musical influence in everything that I do because music is the lifeblood. Like there's a reason why every wrestler comes out to music. You know what I'm saying? Like right. how many people, their entire performance is enhanced by their entrance music. You know what I'm saying like like Swerve been a good wrestler for years. He, he ain't just become a really good wrestler. Mm-hmm. But because Nana's doing the dance to his song, now everything's like, "Oh my god, Swerve's so yeah. great." It's like the nigga been good. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that's not new. Y'all just got a dance to do to the song now, so now y'all fuck with it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like the song's not even new. You know what I'm right. saying? A song is over a year old.
0: Right. But once they yes. got something to put with it, it kind of yeah. resonates different. It's like, all
2: right. Yeah, because music is the lifeblood.
3: Facts. Right. So you you just mentioned GCW. I wanna ask, how did that even come about uh a week ago? Because you were just fresh off your, I believe, 90 day clause mm-hmm. with WWE. So how did yeah. that how did that situation come about?
2: Uh well, cool thing is is uh I've known Brett Lauderdale, um, the guy who, who, who runs GCW from the last time we got released. Um, we did GCW in Dallas WrestleMania weekend and I went viral. I did a moonsault. Well, we did a whole bunch of cool stuff in the math. Yeah, I saw that. It was against STP. Um, shout out Shane Taylor. Shout out O'Shea. Shout out Rev Ron. Um, so Rev Ron. So, um, uh, I, uh, we, I had that relationship already. And then I, I checked the schedule. And, like, I knew that the 21st was my first day, like, free. So, like, I wasn't even, like, trying to do something on that day. Um, it's not like it was in my mind to do something on that day. But I just knew that the 21st was my first day free. And then I saw that GCW had a show on the 21st, and I reached out to Brett, but at the time, I wasn't even going to be in Jersey, blah, 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 so I was like, it's it's going to be too much, too much of a hassle, blah, 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 um, but then I got booked to do the busted open holiday party on the 20th and perform my new single on At the Holiday Party, so now I'm already in New York, so now I'm like, yo, Brett, let's make it happen. And Brett is, loves it because we already had the idea for me to face Joey Janella. Also, mm-hmm. who else can make Joey Janela a baby face? Don't worry, I'll wait. <laughs> Dax. Dax.
1: It's not a whole lot of people. It's definitely
2: not
1: a whole lot. <laughs> 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 Don't worry, I'll
2: wait. Right? So, uh, yeah, it, just, uh, it all just fell together, man. And then, like, the reaction was crazy online and in person. It was just crazy. Like, it was like, because, like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe just cause a majority of wrestling fans just aren't like, they just only know the things that they see on television. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah, But
2: like, but like, there's this like wild narrative that like, I don't know how to wrestle when Rey Mysterio will tell me that I'm a great worker. So it's like, I think he knows better than you fucking idiots. Right. So, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. So, but like, because of that, because of that, me being the first person to show up at a wrestling show, like, blew people's mind. Like, people mm. just assumed that I was just not going to wrestle anymore because I wasn't out saying, oh, this, I'm about to wrestle. Da, da, da. Nah, you're going to find out what I want you to find out. I'm not just, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, this is this old school guerrilla marketing. I show up right. at shows and nobody knows and then boom, I show up and people are like, Oh shit, he's here. Well he could be anywhere. Now, anytime you're ever at a show and there's any inkling, somebody can say something as simple as, Man, it's hot in here and people like, Oh, shit. Is AJ gonna be here? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, People have been thinking I'm the devil for A on AEW for months. i, I saw it. that. Would be incredible. I that. I saw that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, I saw I mean, like people keep saying, Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm the devil. I'm like, no, I'm not the devil. Every look at them brothers in them span. Whoever they is, they way smaller than me. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, right. No shade. Like, shout out to them, but they way smaller than me. You'll be able to tell if I was the devil. That shit wouldn't blend in. You know what I'm saying? Right. I would be like, who, they'd be like, who is this big-ass demon, right? So it's like, that's the kind of thing that, like, I personally am so excited for because I feel like people, I feel like even because of how I was used in WWE, people really have no idea what I'm capable of. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I've already done 20, 30-minute bangers in Trinidad. You know what I'm saying like you know I've done that. I've done crazy matches on the indies where I take an elbow drop from a dude 20 feet in the air off a ladder. Jeez. Like I've done these things. You can find the videos on the internet. You know what I'm saying? But now I'm at a point where like now thanks to WWE and that's why I I don't ever sit here and pretend that WWE didn't pre- like give me a bigger platform. It absolutely did. But like mm-hmm. now I'm going to take that platform and show you I'm really him. Like, who hada? Nah, nada. That's not like a catchphrase, nigga. That's real. Like, I'm going <laughs> to show you who hada. In the last month, I've been on ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, ESPN, NFL Network. Who hada, dog? Like, who's setting these things up? Who doing it? I got to talk today about they want me to come on TMZ Sports. Who hada, dog? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like. Working. Let's talk about it. I got a single out right now with DJ Who Kid. Who hotter? Like, Ooh, come on, kid. man. You know what I'm saying? Like for real. Working. Let's be. Let's be real. Let's be real. I got some big Hollywood plays coming up in 2024. Who hotter, dog? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Not not. I'm a... just pop, I'm just popping my shit, and that's the thing. Is me speaking the truth, talking and telling the truth intelligibly, and being able to, you know. Um, get a message across for people to understand. People are like, oh, I don't like him. Well, if you don't like it, then boo, nigga. I don't give a <laughs> shit. But it's the truth.
1: man.
3: It's clear that you're very multi-talented. You have your, your wrestling lane, your music lane. And I wanted to ask, how do your passion and involvement in music and wrestling complement or influence each other in your life?
2: Um, I, I I said that kind of, but it's like, to me, like, I people want. I think it's a detriment sometimes because I really make music. I'm really an artist. I really mm-hmm. can rap, and what people look for in wrestling and from their music is like, not that, like, like. If you go look at the performance we did on this, the week after we came back, mm-hmm. I said, uh one of my lines is, I said, I'll serve you up some Kobe beef that's 24 hours a day and eight days a week. Mm-hmm. Like it's nice a bar. Yeah. It's a crazy bar, right? Right. Wrestling fans was telling me tell you that that Kurt Angles battle would have killed that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, and I love Kurt, I love Kurt, and I love that performance he did. But like, it's not even in the same realm. My shit is so real that like they don't even understand it, like, they don't even comprehend how real it is. Like, the fact that DJ Who Kid is on my song with me, like, you know, when the last time Who Kid did a drop on a single. Who G Unit? Yeah. Like that's yeah. what
0: <laughs> bad news. What? It's like you all right, know what I'm saying? Old joints. Yeah, like
2: come on, man. Like for real. Like come on, man. Like I really am out here with it. Like I got respect from. You know why I drop music videos every Friday? Well, I don't do it every Friday anymore. But mm. you know why I started dropping music videos every Friday? Why I have over two hundred music videos? You know why? Why is that? Because the first one I ever did was about a situation I was in when I first left the NFL, where I, my last year in the NFL, sorry, where I went viral, and I wanted to go. It was, um, and I, I decided to drop a verse, and I did it on Nipsey's right hand of God, and I dropped a verse, and Nipsey saw it and was like, "Yo, I love what you're doing. You a real artist." You got real flow, real bars. I respect what you're doing. I appreciate that you use my beat to spread this message. He was like, keep doing what you're doing. I'm going to be checking in on you more often than not." And I was like, That's hey, fire. cool. Still, That's to this one. day, he still follows me on Twitter because of that. Like, If you go look at his Twitter, he follows me. So it's like, that happened, right? And that was like, I was like, oh shit. Mind you, I'm a huge Nipsey fan. That's why mm-hmm. it was the first beat that I did on. I got a mural of Nipsey in my crib. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I was like, whoa, maybe I should do this every week. Maybe that's what I should be doing. Blah, blah, blah. And that's why I started doing it every week. Because right. a real nigga like Nipsey was like, yo, you, you got it, Uh Keep doing what you're doing. But, you know what I'm saying? And then he drops victory lap after that. You know what I'm saying? And then unfortunately he loses his life after that. But it's like, that's why I have a Nipsey tattoo right here, because you know how the industry is. I ain't gonna explain the industry to you. Niggas don't like exactly. showing love in the industry. Straight for up. Real. Mm-hmm. They don't like yep. to show love. You can do a uh, the craziest verse on a nigga beat and he'll pretend he never saw it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like You know what I'm saying? Like they don't do that. But for Nip to do that, another person who showed me crazy love, first time I saw him last year at WrestleMania was, um, was Snoop Dogg. Cause I've done oh, a lot of- I did a lot of I've done a lot of my verses on Snoop Dogg beats, and you know you tag people in them, but you they you don't know if they ever see him. and if they do see him, you know he ain't reposted, so I ain't know if he you know even cared about it or whatever. So like I had never met him before, so I go up to Snoop and I'm like, Ace hey, and hit Row, we all walk up to Snoop, we're like, yo, we got to get a picture with Snoop Dogg. So <laughs> so so I go up to Snoop and I'm like, hey Snoop, uh, you know I'm like I. Nice to meet you. I'm top. Before I can even finish saying top dollar. He like, hey AJ, what's up, man? I'm like, what the fuck?
1: Oh. <laughs> like,
2: he's like, yeah, I be seeing the shit you be doing all the time. The verses you be doing, man, you be killing that, dog. I love that. And in my mind, I'm like, holy shit. Snoop Dogg actually knows who I am and fucks with what right. I do. You know what I'm saying? So much so that after we get the picture, I turn to Ashanti and I'm like, yo. Was I tripping or... And before I could finish my statement, Chate was like, he knew you, dog. I was like, like, he called me AJ, right? I wasn't tripping, right? He said, yeah, dog, he knew you. He said he was talking about your flow and everything. I was like, this is crazy. But like... The OGs respect me. My relationship with with Who Kid started, because that same WrestleMania weekend, I went on his show, and I freestyled. And after the show, he put his arm around me while we taking pictures, and it was in my ear real close. He was like, I'm going to send you some beats, dog. And he sent me some beats. One of the beats he ended up sending me was The Jumper We Outside. And it's crazy, because, like, you know, Who Kid does stuff with AEW, and he does stuff uh, other stuff, too. But, like, you know, he tries to put rappers on all the time, Mm -hmm. but he don't, like... But he don't genuinely always fuck with their music. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So like for me to come flow on his show and him be like, yo, that was crazy. Like you can hear him say that during the freestyle, you know what I'm saying? So like uh for him to do that and then send me some beats. So he sent me like a pack of like six beats. And this is my dog, by the way. And he will bite your face <laughs> off if you ever come in my house unannounced. So but but uh uh he sent me a pack of like six beats. He went to do rolling loud in Thailand and, you know, he has sent beats to some, I ain't gonna name, no names, but he has sent some beats to some other rappers that, you know, in the wrestling industry that are not real rappers. Like I tell you all the time. Oh. And, uh, he sent them some beats and they ain't sent them shit because they ain't real rappers. You know what I'm saying? Right. But he sent me a pack of six beats came back 10 days later and I had five songs done. And he was like, yo, he was like, how you do this? I'm like, bruh, man. He like, yo, I'm really listening to your tracks. These are hot. I'm like, I appreciate you, dog. And then like, you know what I'm saying? Like, me, somebody like me, like I always knew I was dope. I always knew I was a spitter. But the problem was, is like I was too talented in the sense that like I'm so good of a rapper that if you don't really live, breathe, digest hip-hop, you can't even catch up to what I'm saying. And then on top of that, there's some people that live, breathe, digest hip-hop and just see that I played in the NFL and they're like, oh, that nigga can't spit. he a football
0: player. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, he can't
2: spit. he a wrestler. You know what I'm saying? So I'm fighting a two-pronged battle at all times, but the OGs, the Nipsey's, the KRS Ones, the Snoop Dogs, the DJ Who Kids, like they fuck with me. So like, clearly I'm good. <laughs> right, you know I'm right,
0: <laughs> and, that, and it, it's funny to me that like guys like Snoop Dogg and Who Kid and like these real legends show love to you, but meanwhile online it's like a dude with a you know a, 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 a anime avatar or a Kenny Omega avatar <laughs> get in the comments. But,
2: oh, you can't, you oh, can't spit, you trash, you're a bum. <laughs> it's
0: like come on, but. I got a theory, and let me know if this theory is on point. So I feel like a lot of this backlash from fans started when you had a, a back and forth with the Young Bucks,
2: and that's it wasn't exactly nothing serious.
0: Uh, exa- and it wasn't nothing serious. You like you, you kind of questioned whether they were real sneaker heads or just.
2: And dudes that's the craziest part. And- I never did that. That's the craziest that was part. It was really That's MVP. how the narrative started. <laughs> it was that, I never did that. I That's never crazy. named names. I never said it. First of all, it was just a joke about sneakers. Right. That's the first thing. By the way, the joke was like, uh, these dudes wear Jordans on camera, but they wear Asics and Vans. Uh, but y'all don't have that conversation. Nigga, I wear Asics and Vans. <laughs> Same. <laughs> You know Same. what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that was so, it was a joke that they got butthurt about because, you know, apparently they had wore like fake Christian Dior's a couple, yep. like a month before that. But I didn't sure, even know did. that.
1: Sure it did. But I, didn't,
2: I didn't even know that at the time. Yikes. I didn't even know that they did that. So it's like, so like they got mad and they first they talked shit about NXT. They was like, we spent more sneakers, spent more money on sneakers than anybody in NXT. And at the time I was on SmackDown, so I ain't really give a fuck they this in <laughs> NXT. Right. You know, shit. I was like, oh well, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? I'm not on NXT. I don't <laughs> care. So then like the, the the whole situation kept growing on the internet. Me, by you minding my business, you know what I'm saying? Then they was like, uh they was like, Oh, all we got to do is put you in our bio and we'll make you famous. And that's where I drew the goddamn line. All right. Because I was famous way before I started wrestling. Right. You ain't make shit. Right. Nobody made me but me. Right. So I took offense to that. So 24 hours later, I dropped a diss song. And it wasn't (laughs) like a I'm going to shoot and kill you diss song. It was a watch who you talking about diss song. I'm not the one to play with diss song. And guess what? Ever since that day, how many people you know come out their mouth sideways by me?
0: Uh, exactly. So that that was definitely the origin of it to me. Like once, I, once I saw that, I saw the whole perception yeah. of change online, the yeah. fans in the comments. It's like, all right, yeah. y'all clearly. And it's really just a certain demographic. It's not everybody. Oh, it's just, oh we, I know. We, we, know. we I know. we know the exact demographic. <laughs> yeah. I know.
2: I know. I know. It's, that's exactly where it all started from. And it's crazy to me because like, I grew up watching the Young Bucks at Ring of Honor. Like, I would go to the Ring of Honor tapings that they would do in Baltimore and they would have the tassels on their boots and they would be out there doing their thing. Like, I never had no personal beef with them dudes, but they started talking about me. But because I'm the confident, angry black man, it turned into, you were talking about, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I answered, I responded. and it was don't about be,
0: sneakers too. It was like, yeah, it was don't be
2: that mad deep. at don't be mad at my response. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, you know what I'm saying? If you poke a bear, don't be mad that the bear mauls your face off. You know what I'm right, saying? Like, facts. you can't control the reaction of the bear. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> that's the song was called "A Hit Dog Will Holla. Like, I didn't single them out or say nobody's name. But I didn't do that. They. Brought it up. But because of who I am and how I look, it became, oh, uh, look at him starting this up. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that's always been crazy to me. The whole thing's always been crazy to me because it was like, I didn't start shit. You know what I'm saying? I said a joke on Twitter to about, about shoes. no one.
0: About shit. Yeah, about
2: sneakers and about no particular person. And because I then didn't let somebody talk about me who never met me a day in their life, pretend that they made me. Now, I'm an asshole. Right. Okay. well, then I guess I'm just an asshole. then.
1: Facts. All right. So for you being the brainchild of Hit Row and your time in NXT, right? You know, clearly everyone has gone on and done their things. And, you know, you're clearly about to go and do your thing. What about that time, especially in the formation of it, uh, really resonates with you the most to this day?
2: I like the fact that in NXT, we got to do whatever the fuck we wanted. Like freedom. In NXT, they would like say, this is the idea that we have. What do you guys think? And we'd be like, oh, that's cool. But can we do this, this, and this? And they'd be like, sure. And then we'd go out <laughs> and we do it. And it'd be fucking great. You know what I'm saying? But the exact opposite thing happened on SmackDown. On SmackDown, when we first got there, there was a little bit of, oh, what do you guys want to do? But for the most part, it was, this is what we want to do. So do it to the best of your ability, which is fine. But the biggest difference is, why do you think we were the fastest call-up in NXT history? Because we were different. We were cool. People fucked like we were heels, and people were people would say, ask anybody who was going to NXT at the time during commercial breaks. They would just sing hit row. Hit row. My we wouldn't memory. even have. We wouldn't even be on the show yet. You know what I'm saying? Like we wouldn't even be on the show yet. We'd be at like the end of the show, like segment like eight or nine or something. And and it's segment between segments two and three. It's dark in the arena, and you just hear them yelling. Hit row and we're all sitting in the back because I don't know how y'all if y'all know how it's set up, but like the arena where they do NXT, you walk through the little gorilla area and in the back area, it's a you it's usually a, except on show days, it's a gym where people work out. But on show days it's like the gorilla area where everybody's there and like all the talent is there, even talent that's not on TV, all the talent's back there. And we would just look around at everybody looking at us while they just were yelling, hit row. You know what I'm saying? During commercial breaks. And we're just sitting there like, man, we got something right here, dog. You know what I'm saying? And it was like, it was cool because like we got to be creative. We would be up till like two, three in the morning putting our promos together in my living room. You know what I'm saying? That's where a lot of our friendship was was forged, um, you know, in the work aspect of it. Um, You know, we was just... Coming up with cool ideas, we was throwing shit against the wall, seeing what sticks, you know what I'm saying? So it was like, it was just a really good time. It was a really good time. I had a lot of fun. And um, you know, obviously the objective in this business is to make money. So like, yeah, we wanted to go to SmackDown as quick as humanly possible. Um, which we did. But what we didn't realize is that like we thought it would be a smooth creative transition from NXT to SmackDown. Because there's no way, we're like, this is a billion dollar company. There's no way that they see how successful what we're doing is on NXT. And they're going to try to change it when we get to SmackDown. There's no way they're going to do that. And then the first thing they did was fire Be Fat, And we we're like, okay, well, that's not great. Um, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I've said this before with Hit Row. You could do, if you take the four of us, the original four, if you take away... Uh, you take away swerve swerve wasn't an original in the group anyway it was the three of us so like the group still can operate with the three of us if you keep swerve and you take away Ashante, the the group can still operate with the three of us me swerve and be fab you take away me and the group can still operate with with swerve and adonis and B. fab but you take away B. fab we're just three brothers out there we Hip hop New Day. Like, we're not, there's nothing different about us. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's nothing that differentiates us from other three man groups other than the fact that we like wear hip hop clothes. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, like, she is a key in all of that. You know what I'm saying? That's what I said. That's why I went to them when she got released and I was like, yo, what are we doing? Like, this is not, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I. I and the group, we all did so much work to create Hit Row for what it was, to then be told, ah, you don't need her. Like, who are you to say we don't need her?
1: Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Absolutely. And you've seen, so you've seen, you've been in WWE long enough to understand how it operates, how it works. And you got a real good grip from a business and creative standpoint. Is the door open? is the door is shut
2: no like, the door's open do, Hunter yeah. told me that himself the day that like I've already had that conversation with Hunter after the release he, me and him were talking and I told him the door's open I mean he told me the door is always open but the thing is is like I, I, I right now I don't give a damn about that door like I, your true colors your true colors have been shown twice I gave yeah. you something unique original that no one else could create on earth And you didn't give a shit about it either time. So it's like... There's more places that I can go that will actually listen to the things that I have to say. And there's things outside of wrestling I can do. Like A lot of people don't know when you uh, do wrestling, uh, when you wrestle with WWE, they can pick and choose what things you're allowed to do. And I ain't going to put nobody's business out there. But there's a certain top-level star that I know that was supposed to be in Black Panther 2 and was not allowed to be by WWE. So like these are crazy opportunities that people are given through their own hard work, their own merits that they've earned outside of WWE. But because it wasn't presented by WWE to them, they don't want them to do it. Right now, there's nothing stopping any of my opportunities. That's why you see me everywhere.
0: It's just big like hip hop, man. Being independent versus being signed nice, to a major.
1: Mm-hmm. Facts, man. So when signed to a
2: major, it's all good when they want it to be.
1: Yeah, <laughs> big facts. It's
2: all good when they want it to be. Soon as soon as they start pushing a couple release dates or saying now nah, we can't put that out, then all of a sudden you're like, oh no, what's going on, man? <laughs>
1: yo look man yo Dala. i think you're easily a top card draw in any company um Mm -hmm. your presence is absolutely undeniable and you evoke emotion anywhere you go with anything that you do
2: emotion
1: yes it's the truth you evoke emotion anywhere you go with anything you do man and um i ultimately want to know what is one of or the goal because you know there's obviously multiple goals but what is the ultimate goal um for you in your wrestling career um, because you have done so much you know you have accomplished a lot already um one can only ask like what else do you want to ultimately like what would for you as a wrestler what would make you feel like all right you know what i'm good like i did it all so you know
2: i'm gonna tell you this right now i'm gonna be everywhere i'm gonna go to japan i'm gonna go to mexico i'm gonna go to europe i'm gonna be everywhere the one thing that i want to do my goal. For 2024 and beyond is I'm going to make a lot of money with my homies, my homeboys that work in different countries and different promotions all over the world are like, yo, please come here and work with me. And I'm like, send me a contract. Send me a flight. I'll be there tomorrow night. right. So it's not hard, bro. I'm going to be everywhere. I'm going, my goal is to make a lot of money with my homeboys. I'm doing shows that you would never expect me to show up at. I'm also doing shows that when I show up, you're going to be like, oh, wow, I should have saw this coming. right. So like there's a lot of really good things coming down the pipeline for me and for wrestling in general. I am not going anywhere. I am staying in wrestling. I love wrestling. Then people cannot dim my star. And guess Max. what? I'm going to shine bright. So I ain't worried one bit. You know, Like I say, the, 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 the thing that brought me here was my undeniable confidence in myself. Motherfuckers told me I wouldn't graduate high school. They told me I wouldn't graduate college. They told me I couldn't play in college. They told me I couldn't play in the NFL. They told me I wouldn't make it to WWE told me i couldn't make music they told me i couldn't have an album they told me i couldn't have three albums they told me they told me i couldn't make money they told me i wouldn't be a millionaire i'm i don't listen to people who tell me what i can't do bro i just do what i know i can do
0: facts so man so we will we would love to sit here and talk to you all day man but um Obviously, you definitely have things that you got to do because, like you said, you're going to be everywhere. So we're going to let you get out of here. But before we, before I do, I just want to ask you about the can good giveaway that you did earlier in this month, because I feel like it's important that we highlight that giving back is important, especially with us being black men. So can you talk a little bit about that?
2: Yeah. Um. So I grew up in Severn, Maryland. It's right by Fort Meade, Maryland, which is one of the biggest um, and most well-known army bases in the world. Right. Um, and uh they have a, a shelter across the street for um you know homeless families and children and most of the people in the shelter actually are children like at one point it was i don't know if it's still this way but like when i when i was working with them years ago i've been working with them since i was in high school my dad used to have me go work with them um like the majority of them there are children so like it's like 80% children and um you know they need food. They need diapers. They need baby wipes. They need all the things that you can imagine um, a a shelter full of families would need. So um, seven years ago, when I was still in the NFL, I started... Well, I had done the canned food drive for a while, but I made it my event. And I started doing it at the University of Maryland, the last home home game before Thanksgiving, and had Maryland fans bring out canned goods and stuff to take to the kids and the families at Sarah's house, which is uh, the name of the shelter. And, um, you know, I take a lot of pride in that event because like, I could have been there. Like I know people that have lived there. You know what I'm saying? Like had to live there. Um, And so like, that's a major part of my community and nobody's looking out for them. You know what I'm saying? Nobody is looking out for those people. Um, So like, even to be able to be able to give back to them makes me feel good because it's like, I'm doing it for my community. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not doing it for, you know, the accolades or the press or the, uh, I'm doing it because it's my community. And that's why I honestly, I actually wasn't, I never used to put like what year it was. Like this was the seventh annual. I never used to put what year it was, but when I got into wrestling, you know, like I said, the fans are full of the fans are full of people who don't know what the hell they're talking about, right? So it's like these are, oh, he's just trying to do this to make people like I'm like, bro, I've been doing this before I ever wrestled. You're an idiot. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> <laughs> you're an idiot. So like like that's why like I go out of my way to try to help my community, man, because we need it. I mean, we need it in our communities. And I've been blessed with a life that, like, everybody that I know from my community and 99% of people on earth would die for. You know what I'm saying? So, like, to be able to have a master's degree from the University of Maryland and play in the NFL and wrestle in WWE and go on tour making music, like, that's not a life that most people get to live. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know what I'm saying? And and not to mention all the, 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 the hours and hours of television work I've done. You know what I'm saying? So it's like... This is not a life that people get to live and I and I don't take that for granted. I appreciate everything that I've been given and the blessings that have been bestowed upon me and I try to give them back because I believe blessings and money are very very similar in the fact that like I don't know what it is. Every time in my life I've ever given money away or made sure I did some blessings, I got more back from the universe. Like it's just yep. the way that it works. Um you know, um I help somebody out of a spot um, that they were in a couple, like a couple weeks ago, gave them a couple thousand dollars and then boom, cheese—it falls right in my lap. You know what I'm saying? Like it's the universe rewards those that deserve it. And uh, and uh, I've been very blessed to be in the position that I'm in and I'm very grateful to be able to give back.
0: Absolutely. 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 Well, AJ, I we definitely appreciate you coming through and showing love to your boys. Trust me, you got three supporters over here. We love the fact that we're seeing you everywhere we look. I turn on the NFL. I turn on college football. Mm-hmm. Your face is on my screen. So Facts. keep up the good work. We will definitely be rooting for you over here. And anytime you want to pop back in and talk your shit, come see us, man. Come see I appreciate see us. y'all, man.
2: I appreciate y'all.
3: Appreciate you, man. Right, really. We'll let you yeah. get out of here, man. Peace.
0: Incredible interview, man. Incredible. Um, yeah. AJ Francis was fun to talk to. He definitely had a lot on his chest you know i'm saying chip on his shoulder but i get it i get it being released twice from a place that you were like brought back to that's like that's tough man so i get it i get it but he was definitely fun to talk to and i love the fact that we're seeing aj
3: everywhere man i love it i love it i love it i feel like i feel like everything is a blessing in disguise at the end of the day because we probably wouldn't be seeing his face if he still was signed to this day because wwe clearly they miss a lot of opportunities and he would have been just sit on that roster. And yeah, now he's man. about to travel the world and make money with his homies. And that's right. That's the life to live. I think
1: the I think the biggest takeaway I got from this was, you know, confidence. And then not only that, being like a black man and being confident everywhere you go, you know, and being in a WWE, which is, you know, let's just keep it a stack, predominantly, you know, white. And being that confident and being that outspoken and that vocal about what you believe in. I mean, it just goes to show like he was a star before he even went in there and he was a star coming out of there. You know, so nothing is really going to dim his light. And I took a lot from that, man. I really did. That was a That was an incredible interview. I'm really glad he gave it up like that. Yeah, for sure. I think
0: I want to say one of my biggest takeaways was the fact that, you know, when you get knocked down, you just get back, bu- get get back up and just keep going, man. Because like, we've all been in positions where something didn't work out, something Facts. that we had all our chips into just didn't work out the way we thought it would, and you know we had to go back to ground zero and 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 build from the ground up. But at the end of the day, you just got to get back up and keep it moving, man. You got to keep get get back up and keep working, and that's what AJ is doing, to be honest. Like, the fact that who hotter than Top Dollar? Not Nada was never on TV. It. That went straight over I've my head. Never realized. You
1: know, never realized we, it, dog. We
0: all know the quote. We all know the quote, but mm-hmm. that went completely over my head. I did not realize that that was not something that he was saying on TV every week.
3: Sheesh. <laughs> yeah. But bro. we picked
0: up on it anyway, man. You know what? That's that's called work, brother. That's called work.
3: Yeah, man. Putting that work in. I remember I wanted to be a music, you know, a rapper, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Coolie
1: legend, this is crazy. Coolie legend. I <laughs> don't bro. know, man. Yeah, Coolie really is a legend. legend. Like Coolie, like Cooley legit. He is a legend. Yo, Coolie's like, like legit, a legend, dog. Like, <laughs> if
0: you're not from LA, you would not understand. Coolie is a legend nah, man, out here. I,
3: I, I had to stop that. I'm in. I'm into film now, you guys. So that's that's my lane right now. <laughs> <aren't> you know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs>
0: <laughs> nah, you you a legend, man. You a legend, man. Hey, and we, we, oh, we, we all legends, man. We all legends, man. Facts. We all legends in our own right. What am we I a legend for? Legends, having man. sneakers, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm just man, playing. your closet. You're <laughs> quite <laughs> dumb, dog.
3: <laughs> 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 He's having sneakers.
0: <laughs> but yeah, man, that was a fun. That was a fun interview. Um, that was dope, man. That was a uh, that was interview number three, right? Who did we have? We had Biggie. E, we had Xavier e, Omar. Xavier. We had Dan fool join us for the rundown. And got, oh yeah, we got dollar. We got dollar two thousand twenty four. Man, who who knows next? Man, who's who knows who's gonna come on this podcast? Look, we we working. We working. I want everybody. Yeah. I want Ricochet. I want hey, Ricochet. come. Yeah, Mr. straight
3: Anderson, up, you man. Follow
0: us on Instagram, man. You follow us. You you DM me every every once in a while. Come on the podcast, man. I know you yeah, pull up,
3: uh, man. We yeah, gotta get Zac Efron. I know you're busy.
0: Man. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. low key though,
3: yeah. Or, or or the dude that played Rick 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 Flair. Oh yeah, nah, we ain't we don't want y'all him. Y'all wanna bro. talk about right.
0: that? Y'all wanna talk y'all wanna talk about Iron Claws? Let's, let's
3: talk about it. Man. <sighs> Listen. Ten out of ten. Except for the Rick Flair part.
0: So look, man. Look, <laughs> yeah, man. That
3: Ric
1: Flair part was terrible, <laughs> dog. I was like, the dialogue, I, was, I, was, the I was sitting was fire, there though. like, yo, nah, this isn't this isn't as bad as I think it is, right? Like I'm just tripping. Okay. I'm like as it went on, I'm like, oh, this is really bad. This is terrible. <laughs> so the
0: thing about uh, first off, the movie was incredible. The homies Great we saw facts. Iron Claw together. We went we went Mob Deep with the homie the Jonathan. He 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 ain't a part of the wrestling with the homies, but he a part of the homies. So we we went to the movies, the homie, and um, we we watched Iron Claw. And the movie was incredible. I felt the pacing was kind of weird because it was like kind of just a solid ride until the end, where everything just started happening all at once. It was kind of it was it was kind of a lot to take in, but. Overall, yeah. the movie was ten out of ten. Everybody did incredible jobs. Zach Efron was incredible. Jeremy mm-hmm. Allen, that's his name. Jeremy Allen.
3: Jeremy White the, Allen or Jeremy White
0: Jeremy Allen, White. Jeremy Allen White. Jeremy something. One or two.
3: The homie yeah. that looked
0: like Wonka, bro. He looked like Willy Wonka. <laughs> Gene, he looked <laughs> like, Gene look like, like Gene Wilder, bro. He looked <laughs> just <laughs> like Gene Wilder. He did an incredible job. That's and crazy. the the pops homie who played Fritz von Eric, he did an
1: incredible Yo, job. I think he ten out of ten. He's my favorite bruh. by far.
0: Yeah, he might he might get bruh. that um that best him. supporting actor.
1: <laughs> my man said you two <laughs> said, work it out him. amongst yourselves. I was like, ah,
0: yeah, that
1: was crazy. That was crazy,
0: that was crazy. But um, everybody did an incredible job. But that Ric Flair man, the Ric Flair, <laughs> the Ric Flair man. <laughs> so here is the thing as an actor he did okay like he was solid he cut a nice wrestling promo his mannerisms the way he delivered his his quotes it was it was all good it wasn't bad it just wasn't rick flair like as an acting job i would say it was probably like a seven out of ten but as a rick flair impression i gotta get at like a two it was bad he didn't he, he didn't sound like rick flair he didn't look like rick flair nothing about that
3: gave me rick flair
1: it should have had Lobby, Jay yeah. just play whiteface, man. I'm sorry, <laughs> that would have been hot. Pull a, like, pull a, uh, a Robert Downey here, <laughs> straight up. Yeah, play whiteface, man, and just get up there and cut that promo, man, and make us believe. Because I don't think he was bad either, Quan. I just, it was just like, ah, this isn't Rick, like, this isn't Rick the, at all. Ah, uh, Rick, bro, this, is is this? That <laughs> dialogue Rick, was bro. fire, though. Like, the dialogue was
3: fire.
0: Was yeah, just, like, he
1: was, he, yeah, he was going off. Like if that wasn't uh, Ric
0: Flair and that was just a wrestling promo, just a random dude cutting a wrestling promo, I would have been there. I would have been like, "Yo, this is fire!" But yeah, because it was supposed to be Ric Flair, I'm just like, "Nah, nah, son, you ain't Ric Flair,
3: bro." <laughs> I do want to shout out. I do want to shout out the film crew of that movie. Whoever was a DP on this movie was. Did a phenomenal nah, job. Like, in his technical bruh, bag? Bruh, <laughs> like, the, 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 the compositions, the shots was incredible. I'm like, yeah, like, Quan, you pointed out the shot where oh, I don't want to give it away, though, for the people that didn't yeah, see it. Yeah, I know but, what you're talking about. When he's walking away in the background. Bruh, you know, I yeah, was like, that was insane. That was insane. Incredible right? shot. And then the shot when Zach is running through the ropes and the camera just, oh, man, bro. I was peeping it all, man. I bet Jonathan was, too. He probably was like, yo. <laughs> incredible movie, crazy man. Incredible man. Movie. one of my favorite movies
0: i want to say it has like a, a 88 on rotten tomatoes and like a yeah. 8.3 it's, it's, it's one of the highest rated movies this year and probably going to get an oscar nomination I hope it's definitely Zac getting efron an oscar it. bro
1: it's definitely getting an oscar zach efron man shouts to zach efron number one let's just give him his flowers because my guy came from just being a teen sensation with his shirt off to being a bona- yeah. <laughs> to, to really being like a bona fide like actor in like a top like five star film man so shouts to him man my my only bane with this film was just the fact that you know by midway through I was just like damn like I, this isn't gonna get better is it like I'm about to just yeah it, 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 I mean the way they painted the story I mean you know it's tragic so I went in there I right. think we all went in there knowing this is gonna be like absolutely. Insanely tragic, but the reality of it, when you see it in sequential order, it's just insane. It's like, damn. Right. I will never see I will never see this movie ever again in my life. But it's a classic and everyone <laughs> should see it. Yeah, I ain't seen that. That's a one and done for me. Like Duke, baby.
3: Straight nah, up. I might have to watch it again.
0: I might I, I like I like tragedies. I like I like sad movies sitting see, there I, crying like I, I was just watching Big Fish the other night and asked, that shit had me
1: in my feelings So feeling, you boy. like Rod Wave. Oh, no, ah, come on, on man! Yeah, <laughs> we're we're straight on Raw wave, man. I mean, but I mean, but look, right, like the wrestler, right? The wrestler is tragic. Yeah, but I'll watch the wrestler like over and over and over. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it just is what it is. Like he had a bad life. You know, he's taking drugs. He's he's wrestling on the indie circuit. It's just like, uh, he messed up. But like, man, what we saw? Claw was in Iron it. Claw was just like, bro, what?
0: Bro, <laughs> so <like>, listen, spoiler, <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> Everybody dies. Everybody dies. Everybody. Bro. I might have died watching the movie. Everybody died, man. It was like, bro. damn. One by one by one. It was just, it was tragic. Bro. bro, I don't homie, watch a uh, Disney movie after that. <laughs> the homie Seahawk, he called it um, hereditary with headlocks.
1: Wow, that's crazy. That's pretty much what it
0: is. That's pretty much what it was. But no, incredible
3: movie. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah,
0: man.
1: So, so
3: are they being nominated for the Oscars? It would have to be for 2025. 26, right? It would have to be 25 or 26. 25, 25, 25. 25 Wait, is it? Is it 25? The upcoming one is 2024.
0: Yeah, and I think, I think that was yeah. already announced. Like, the nominations yeah. for that are already out. So, it, it's cooked bro, for that. But we would yeah. have to get it's getting nominated. I promise you, it's getting nominated. Yeah,
1: it's definitely the getting act, nominated. Our producer it's trying, act, trying to act in. Like, nah, it's the most critically acclaimed by the year, bro. Yeah, I Aaron, ain't tapped in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, our producer said, I ain't getting nominated. Take it out of here. Nah, you ain't tapped in. You ain't tapped
0: in. I'm going to nominate it. I will, I will. Call up the offices and threaten them if they don't nominate that. Give my boy Zach <laughs> Zac Efron best actor, man. Yeah, man. Know this,
3: I'm ain't, saying? this ain't high school musical
1: no more. Nah, man. this his, is he ain't, a whole nother. He ain't got
0: his head in the game no more. Ain't that the they, Get your head pin, in the game. Unless they piss somebody
1: in off in the back or something, I don't see how it doesn't. I mean, and they gave whale. They gave whale. Then they give the whale. Um. Hey, like, the
0: whale was I right. I didn't mind that movie. I'm not watching the whale. My boy I didn't Brandon watch that. Frazier. Y'all didn't watch I don't it? I'm not I don't watching watch the whale, that.
1: bro. I'm not watching. I don't even know. I, I I just see the face and I'm like, nah, I'm good, bro. I'm not see trying he's to see. Still, he's, still, he's still George of the Jungle to me, man. I can't do it. <laughs> that man's the Brand mummy Frazier. to me, dog. He's he's the he's the Avenger and the mummy. <laughs> Max, the That's who that guy is. He really is a He said George of the Jungle, bro. I ain't heard that one in forever.
0: But was that the best wrestling movie like ever made? What's better?
1: I, I like the wrestler better. I'm not gonna front. You like the wrestler? The wrestler to me is like every wrestler. It's almost like every the wrestler's wrestler life. Like in my like, the average wrestler ends up like uh. the, the wrestler dog. Yeah, facts. Like, yeah, He really does. That so. was that was
0: loosely based on like Jake the Snake, right? Was it Jake the Snake or was it someone else? I don't Randy know. the Ram sure. or whatever yeah. his name was. I think Somebody it was. I think up. it was loosely laced, loosely based though. Not like you know, what I'm saying because they had to change a lot. And mm-hmm. r truth is in that movie. There's a scene where r truth pop up. I'm like, oh shit! The rest, look, that, I'm, I'm gonna tell y'all what my favorite wrestling movie is, man. Look, Randy the Ram. Robinson. Crazy to yep. say it. It, it might sound crazy to say, but uh, Ready to Rumble, bro. Ready to Rumble was oh, a classic. Fire. Let's be honest. Ready to Rumble is one of the greatest wrestling movies fire. ever created. Now Classics. I understand.
3: I understand that, was that based movie. on WCW, right?
0: Yeah, and yeah. I I understand that Ready to Rumble was pretty much responsible for the downfall of WCW because David Arquette went and won the world championship. And that kind of just set off a domino
3: effect of bad
0: shit that happened to WCW. But that movie is very enjoyable to me. I'm sorry, but I love that movie.
1: Uh, Wait, so the ironcloth not, not nominated. Yeah, it got snubbed. So yeah, uh, our producer just hit us with Wait, a Don Wait, how did it get
0: snubbed? It just came out two weeks ago.
1: Yeah. N- yeah, nah,
0: it, man, it Marco. I, uh, nah, listen, man. It has to be for. Listen, man, Iron Claw is gonna get an Oscar nomination in 2025, man. I it gotta know. be. I don't know what this this, this misinformation is that they're telling us right now. You no, know I'm saying <laughs> <But> <laughs> <laughs> it's an Oscar nomination in my heart, baby. It's an Oscar nomination in my heart. But it not deserves an movie. Oscar, man. It deserves
1: an Oscar. It's definitely sad. It's the saddest movie I've ever seen. But it's it deserves an Oscar. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking like, dang. I don't know. Maybe why you just sent me the cutoff bro. day. It's like the Grammys, right? Like if you don't if you didn't meet the Grammys for this year, then it's you drop something, then you gotta then you get nominated for 2026, <laughs> not 2025 or something but That's like that. tough though, because it's gonna be like a lot
0: of movies that drop before then. So it's like the competition yeah. is gonna be crazy. Yeah, like Joker hey, two. J- I was about to say that Joker two comes out next year. That Joker two is not gonna say. be it,
1: man. I'm trying to tell you. It's gonna be it. It's not, it, like y'all, just tr- y'all just trusting the people behind it, and that's respectful. Because Why would we not? That's what? what I'm saying. I said Joaquin it's respectful. Phoenix, Phillips. That's what I'm saying. It's respectful. You should always trust who's going to be behind it. But my God, it's a musical. Like, what? What's wrong with a that, musical? man? Hey, man. I hate music. Hey. So it's just me, man. Grease is fire.
0: Hey, and, and, and also the the Academy or whoever the guys are who vote on these movies, they love musicals, bro. Like yeah. did La La Land win the Oscar over uh bro, won, moonlight. Bro. Yeah. Oh my god,
1: <laughs> yes. You know what? You're right. Yeah, it's it's gonna sweep. I mean, it's gonna sweep. Joker musical. Yeah. It's Lady
3: Gaga, bro. Come on, man. Next, next yep. year is gonna be phenomenal.
1: Gaga hey. Gaga ain't really been hitting in most of her roles, but this one she might hit.
0: Whoa, 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 hold on. The movie with her and Bradley Cooper, when they were singing country and and crying on the road, that movie was fire. I saw that with my old shorty.
1: I haven't seen that. That sounds terrible. You haven't seen that? I haven't seen that. Nah. I forget
0: the name of it, but it definitely got like Oscar nominations and shit. Gaga
1: and Bradley Cooper singing country doesn't sound great to me. But if you say it's hot, I'll listen to
0: it. it, it, It's a good movie. It's a good movie. But wait a minute. Wait a minute. Cooley, we're forgetting something. We're we're forgetting Uh something very important, man. Before we get out of here, before we let y'all go. Somebody's getting married.
1: Oh, yeah. I forgot oh, about that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, my yeah, boy, so yeah. like
0: you, Sylvan,
1: the Don. You know,
0: proposed to his shorty.
1: You know, yeah, man. Did it on Christmas. It? Did it on Christmas Eve. You know what I mean? I'm out the game. Put my jersey in the Raptors. I'm in commentary now. You know, it's been a good yeah, run. Man. But I'm out the game. I propose. Yeah, man. You know, I'm, I'm fresh in, man. December 24th. I uh, popped the question you know? this time. I, 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 yeah, man. Appreciate y'all brothers for highlighting that. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, I means a lot to
3: me. Yeah. yeah Who's, next? Who's next? Congratulations, next, man. It's, it's definitely Cooley. next. Who are you living Cooley? with somebody? quan yeah. is definitely next. Quan <laughs> never get married, man. <laughs> <What? Kwan>, me? <laughs> <Kwan, laughs> that would be the biggest
1: plot twist uh, of the century. So yo, if Quan got married, it, I'd be like, yo. I don't think Quan get married until <laughs> 42, too. man. Forty two? Forty six, maybe. 46 forty-seven. <laughs> Forty seven. I just keep going higher, man. That's um, LA Knight age, man. What <laughs> no, no. yo, LA Knight just got married too. He's like 45 or something. What? Like yeah, that. Shout out, shout out he's with, Yeah, he's with his girl for like five years or something like that.
3: Okay.
0: Someone else just got oh, my boy Gunther, man. Gunther just gave he just had a kid. His, his girl just gave just birth, a man. It's, look, love is in the air, man. Love is Straight in the up. air. It's a love season. Love it's a in love the air, season, man. man. But congratulations to my boy Sylvain Nadine, Sylvain, appreciate Leku. y'all, boys. Yes, for sir. Of
1: Highlighting that that
0: means a lot to a brother. Yes, of course, sir. of course, of course, of course. And again, before we get out of here, I just want to say big thank you to AJ Francis, aka Dollar, for blessing us with his presence, man. That was an incredible interview. I had fun. He Facts. was giving it away more than I thought he would. He was, you know, <laughs> he was going off. You know what? We <laughs> what love is it man? about? We Hold on it. before I
1: we before we go. What is it about? Because we've had like four interviews now. But they be giving mm-hmm. it up on here, bro. Like, And we be watching. Because no, we movies, the homies, man. We, they, we, they be we giving the it homies, up when bro. they pull up. We here, the homies. We, we make the them homies. feel comfortable, we, man. We, they yeah, be comfortable you ain't around us, bro. You yeah. know what I'm I'm lying. You
3: ain't lying. You he seen, he lying. seems very at peace. He seems very content, happy. You know, I can't wait for this journey for him, you know? It's
1: a blessing. Yeah, it's nice. it's, it's nice. a blessing,
0: man. But shout out to AJ. Again, the door is open. Whenever he wants to come on his podcast and talk his shit, we, we, we here waiting, man. We, we here waiting. But- Until next time, this has been Wrestling with the Homies. I hope to see y'all in 2024. Make sure you're tapping in and subscribing to this channel. And that's it. I ain't got nothing else for you. I'm gone. Happy holidays. (laughs) Happy New Year.